Welcome back to the Random and Wonderful Podcast. I'm your host, Grace Simmons, your favorite solo travel mindset coach. Each episode, we explore ways to uplift you on your journey to add joy, confidence, and independence into your life. Today's topic is Creating a Legacy with Brittany Wingfield. All right. So Brittany, thank you so much for joining me today on the Random and Wonderful podcast. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here. Happy to reconnect with you. Yes, yes. I'm, yeah. So we met at the podcast movement in Denver earlier this year. It feels like it was last year. I have to catch myself, oh my honestly. God, I'm not the only one because I'm like, no. that's ago, but it was just so long months. ago. Right. Right. Insane. Insane. This year has been rough. Right. You think about the amount of things that happened in between. It Mm -hmm. seems like 365 days. The whole year. Yes. Um, Yeah. So I'm, I'm always excited to hear, especially with people who have say different kind of things, but like your job as, as a journalist, but then you also have a nonprofit and then you also love to travel. So like, can you dip into that a little bit? Like, what do you do? And then tell me about your nonprofit and then we'll dive into the travel journey. But I, I want to hear yes. a little bit more about like, who, who are you? Who's Brittany? Thank you for that. Yes. You just mentioned all my favorite things. <laughs> I am a journalist at heart and started this journey, I'll say, uh, really in my high school career. I had a couple internships that really just sparked my interest in publishing and just, I started collecting magazines and just seeing, you know, design, layout, reading the stories and just seeing how it comes to life on on the pages. And I am a fan of the print, like the hard copy publications. It's just something about it that just feels very real to me. And like I said, I was collecting them. Um, I had aspirations to work for Vibe magazine. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just I want to be a photo editor or, you know, some kind of creative, either photography or layout and design. And uh, it was while I was a sophomore in college that I was blessed with an opportunity to intern at Vibe Magazine in New York City. And oh, wow. I wasn't 21 yet. I was, you know, just kind of eyes wide open, like yeah. big city, and spent two months there. And at the end of that experience, they did offer me a job. And I was like, wow, like, this is my dream job. Didn't expect it to happen now. I'm just thinking, right. you know, I'm getting I'm here to learn and then go back to school. And so just after a lot of consideration, I did Mm. decline the offer because I just felt like there was still more for me to learn. And that's been one thing that I really discovered about myself is I just love learning. Mm -hmm. Um, But I felt like my college career wasn't done yet. I really wanted to finish that. I went to school in Huntsville, Alabama. I went to Oakwood University. Uh, it is a HBCU, very small, like family school. No. Um, but that even gave me some 
culture and, um, you know, just some perspective on what else is out there. Uh, What I didn't mention, I was born and raised in Denver, Colorado, and, you know, didn't have this vast experience of world travel or just, you know, diverse cultures. So going to Alabama gave me some exposure Mm -hmm. onto New York City. And while that was a great adventure, I felt, you know, maybe New York wasn't the place to settle down. I just felt a little lost in the city. Um, So I thought maybe Atlanta would be the next best thing. And I did have an internship that also turned into a job um, immediately after I graduated high school. And it was with Upscale Magazine. So in Atlanta, got some some experience there, but also was having this feeling like I don't see myself living here long term. Mm -hmm. It was the traffic. I mean, people are great. Uh, Food is excellent. All these (laughs) great things, but it was something that just wasn't home. Mm -hmm. So ultimately came back home and uh, at the time... um, I did have this passion still to create and, you know, tell stories of people. And so I launched this, it was a nonprofit, but it was a magazine. We operated as a magazine called Back to Basics. And mm-hmm. our mission was just to inform and inspire young people. And it was a faith-based magazine. Um, so we would just fill it with different uh, Q&A interviews of people of influence, um, just, you know, I always said it was for the culture, um, but really spoke to the younger demographic. And um, within the last two years, we took a pivot and wanted to do more of a experiential learning, uh, more kind of programming work. Mm-hmm. Um, so the magazine has kind of launched into its own set of programs, but we still have the same mission and foundation of like informing and inspiring young people, but giving them like practical skills that they could use Um, and starting at a very early age. So like we're talking five years old. Oh my goodness. Yes. Right. Imagine (laughs) Um, ownership, um, entrepreneurship and, um, our flagship program is called the Go Girls Pop-Up Stand. And I'm just so proud. We have a group of about 20 girls who operate this lemonade stand, essentially. And every dollar they earn is what they keep. They can they pay people who work the pop-up stand. And um, everybody has a job. We have managers and uh, cashiers. We have marketing people who go out and walk with the signs. It's incredible. That is see, amazing. To witness how how this has grown into now mm-hmm. it's just sparking a new generation of creators. I will always keep creativity at the forefront and you know whatever they dream or imagine hopefully doing whatever we can to make that come to fruition. Um, so that is back to basics. And yeah, we, we've done a lot over the past two years. Like the magazine was 
my heart, like my baby. Mm -hmm. Um, And thankfully, too, the journey has brought me into a position um, with the Denver Urban Spectrum, which is a local publication where I'm still able to write and create and, you know, just think of how we are telling our story creatively. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am the associate publisher with the Denver Urban Spectrum. And I'll say I'm like the admin to the girls who operate the the pop-up stand and everything with Back to Basics. I just make sure we have the resources that we need to get the business done. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm having a lot of fun. And yeah, between those two just keeps me active and really living the dream. Amazing. Like that, that's such a cool program and process. Um, It's neat to be able to give people like a way to tell their story, but then when you actually give them that experience where they can actually create and build and a pop-up stand, that's such a cool idea. And it's something that they like, they get to keep. So that is wonderful. Yeah, and they're really, I think, setting themselves up for great success. They'll have this mm-hmm. kind of toolbox is how I picture it. And they'll be like, I've done this before. Like, let me pull right. this out, pull this skill out and utilize it, you know, in their adult lives. Because as I'm learning with my own children, I have three daughters and they don't stay small forever. So, right. you know, just right. like feeding them the things that, you know, will only help them in the future. It's my mm. joy. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you talked about, you talked about the nonprofit and your job, but I was like, you also are like, you have a whole family. So that's three <laughs> total, right? Jobs Ooh. that you're doing. Man. Right. Right. And it just has been so much in alignment that, mm. I feel very blessed because I don't know if that's the case for everybody. Like they, they're doing this and it's just separate from this, but I kind of see this path. Um, you know, I always love to reflect back on the journey. Like how did I get here? And so what I've told you today is it, I feel like it's the short story, but you kind of sure. see how it's, it's been connected. And yeah. I just feel this deep, calling on my life to uh, share well I think to tell the narrative of like black culture um, really how it fits into the future generations Um, Mm -hmm. I do know that we don't have a strong like uh, historian individual um, like that that's not in every community. Um, so right. as long as I'm here, I want to be uh, a storyteller for the next generation, like being able to create something like beyond my lifetime mm-hmm. and also my daughters can have something to um, aspire to and have for themselves in, I mean, hopefully in that, creative space like however you're showing up for your community so speaking of because you you traced well three different communities home of course but then also going to new york and then being in alabama 
And I, I'm curious of how, and each of those destinations you're working within journalism, how are you able to keep that? Like one, how are you able to keep that story going? And then does it change based on where you were or do you, how did you remain aligned? Yes. Yes. I think every step was necessary for like that mm-hmm. next step. You know, mm-hmm. we always say that me it doesn't always make sense while you're in it. And you're like, what does this have to do with anything sometimes? Uh, but it always makes sense when you look back. And I know that, you know, me not having experience from New York, um, taking that then to Atlanta and, you know, finishing my education, being able to then translate that. Like I spent actually a few I will, I'll say a good 10 years in the nonprofit space, like not even with mm-hmm. um, basics, but working at the Chamber of Commerce. And uh, there was an organization local uh, called the Civic Canopy. And um, even, you know, spent a little time in uh, government, um, just mm-hmm. learning that field. And um, every experience really gave me skills that I didn't think I'd really need on that next step. Um, yeah. But again, that that was kind of my toolkit. It's like, I've learned these skills here. I'm applying them here and growing to take it here. You know, like to the, every next level has been, I think a, a explanation or kind of a, blossoming of the experience before so mm-hmm. taking what i learned to apply it in every every single situation because even you know with back to basics that has been kind of trial by fire but it's definitely taught me a lot about how to use it you know in this we're doing a year-end giving campaign with the denver urban spectrum and okay. i, I would have known like you know outside of google where would i have developed those skills and how to ask you know how to do some fundraising and rally people behind a mission um even in a for-profit space so i just see that the alignment has really it's been 2020 as i look back like it's really mind-blowing that i'm able to live now in purpose and with so much connection, mm-hmm. even in like all these different spaces. And I think what you mentioned too, it's like the beautiful thing is I'm able to incorporate my family as well and just think about yeah. that that legacy building too. You know, they may, you know, they may not care about journalism at all, but I think these skills that uh, were call the organization back to basics because they're just basic skills that are practical enough that you can use kind of in every field. And they're necessary. Like you said, these are like building blocks for your different journey. So even if you have a completely different path, knowing how to create something and sell it and connect with other people and pull somebody, like those are things that you need regardless of what you do. Even yeah. if you think you're working by yourself, you need these skills. So that's, I think that's beautiful to be able to teach that at a young age and then even learning it as an adult. 
yeah. Yes, right? You learn so much about yourself just on a daily. Hopefully it's a practice that people are experimenting with is just, you know, what am I learning myself? And Mm -hmm. how do I showing up in the future? I think it's a great perspective that that I've learned from the babies. Yeah. Learning, Learning about who I am and that kind of ties in a bit of my story is that through my travel, I realized like, like the skills that you're like, this isn't, this is just for me, I'm sure. Right. And then you learn like, oh no, I did this while I was over here. And so I want to talk a little bit more about like your travel style, traveling for school or maybe like how it connected to work. What is your travel style? Yes, I love that I've not considered really like what my travel style is I know if I hear any inkling of a trip for me (laughs) tell me the details you know how soon are we leaving like you know (laughs) I don't even need a reason like you say you're going to Iceland I'm like sign me up let's go so let's go so far yeah I have more experiences with friends who will say, mm-hmm. you know, I want to go here. And then, you know, joining in kind of on the fun. I don't think I'm a planner of, you know, great detail. I just say as long as there's good food and good company. Right. I'm there for whatever experience comes my way. So yeah. we would call that type of travel style but I am here for it and I've definitely been you know gotten myself in trouble for some just last minute adventures that Mm -hmm. like a good idea and I I don't regret anything what are some things that you've learned um through your trips like what are some either interesting or like epic adventures that you you've had yes well (laughs) uh it was not too so it was February of 2022. Um, I went with a friend to Cancun, Mexico. Quick little trip. Um, but we did find ourselves in like a compromising van or vehicle. It was oh, just no. full of like women and children. And you would not know that it was, you know, sanctioned by any organization it looked very sketchy is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in making that judgment call I mean we we got in we got to our destination safely but you know looking back I think it does teach you like just to be a little more conscious of your surroundings right especially just in foreign countries where your language is not, you know, the native language and, mm-hmm. you know, really get into some unsafe <laughs> situations. Um, that's one thing. Like, I really, I don't know how to teach myself, like, to be more, I'll say, noticing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm aware of my surroundings, but just, you know, thinking through where could this lead and mm-hmm. are there other are there 
you know, some other solutions that I didn't explore yet? Or is this just kind of impulsive and maybe not the best move? <laughs> that has been a lesson. And we always laugh about it. Like, remember that time? Don't leave us alone. We need <laughs> others to help us. Um, I think my most recent travels have been to the continent of Africa. And that was one of my like top, top destinations just to feel, um, you know, like as a black woman, I felt this calling, like you need to go to Africa and just mm. feel the people and, you know, see if there's a connection. Cause I say, you know, you want to go back home and visit at least once. That's kind of what yeah. I had in mind. So I was like, okay, one day, and that opportunity came, uh, it was June of this year, and really just opened my eyes. I think it was kind of in that moment we were, um, we did explore the, um, they had the slave dungeons in Ghana, um, went to the Cape Coast castles and the Elmina castles, um, but just walking in those like cold stone buildings and realizing like somebody went through this torturous yeah. experience. I don't know what I thought I knew. It's like, I always had this image of, you know, people, well, colonizers coming and kind of snatching people out of their families and like immediately putting them on these mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ships. Um, but no, there was like these holding cells, really. It was just, yeah. it was a dungeon. And they would hold them for, you know, three months at a time just to see if they were viable, like see if they were strong enough to make the journey um, mm. across the ocean. So it was a moment that brought me to my knees. Like I yeah. wasn't prepared for that, um, but it did really just give me this awakening like you are here for a purpose none of us are here by accident you know mm -hmm. like our ancestors went through some things that we could never imagine and yeah. so I felt a great responsibility of what am I doing to make it worth it really and mm. what what is my purpose in not letting that narrative die because you know if I didn't know I'm sure my children won't know I feel like this country has been showing signs of them you know trying to do everything they can to yeah. not tell that story um, really to erase it and like erase yeah yeah it, like it never yeah. happened um, and unfortunately I just felt naive like I never knew mm. I knew it was bad but just to have the tour guides break it down and then to just be on that soil. And even that was a moment where they showed us like the buildup of, um, I mean, you think of like body fluids and mm -hmm. um, you know, just the, the buildup. It wasn't even, it was this morphing of um, just the tears and the, uh, all of the, you know, the, all of the torture that happened in there, we were standing on top of.
Yeah. 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 It really just gave me a sense of, you know, life is short. This is not mm-hmm. to be, you know, just leisurely um, doing whatever you want. Um, I think it just gave me like this fire, like, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, kind of the, I understood the assignment, like it, it woke me up to just a greater calling. And so as I think about my future with the Denver Urban Spectrum and, you know, as a journalist, as a storyteller, this is what I see as a natural next step, like in okay. owning the urban spectrum, being able to um, continue that legacy of amplification of Black stories, because our our mission has always been spreading the news about people of color. And I think it goes even deeper than that for the next generation to be able to have mm-hmm. a source of information and history um, just so they're more empowered and informed like going forward. And then I just think of then the generations to come, it just, it becomes bigger than myself. So I would say that trip to Ghana and even explored um, some of Egypt as well. And just seeing like identity and um, just ourself in, in even the Egyptian history, um, you know, it gives you that, well, it gave me urgency and it gave me that sense of purpose. We were talking about legacy earlier, making sure you're establishing that legacy. What a kickstart to, mm. to, to ensure that you, you stick with that path. Because to be able to go back and just see what our people have gone through to get to where we are, as things are now, yes, they're not great, but we have evidence that they were way worse, right? <clears throat> and so I, I I appreciate you being you saying that and and sharing that moving story of I was actually in a place where you could envision all of that that muck and mm-hmm. torture like just that yeah. physical mess emotion you know um, and so I can't even I that's definitely a, a kickstart to make sure our story is told fully. And well, and continue to be shared for generations to come. Thank you so much for your work. Thank you, Grace. Yeah. I still appreciate this conversation because I think that's important too, you know, as you travel and have experiences, just reflecting and processing, you know, what Mm -hmm. did this teach me? What did it teach me? And how am I using it going forward? Um, I think we get so busy in life like we were just talking about how august seems like years ago um you know there's a lot that happens like it comes at us so fast just being able to sit down process and Mm -hmm. you know transfer information i think is so important and that's why i love this podcast i love this form of communication (laughs) being able to just connect in this way, it's, it's powerful. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're, uh, you're jumping ahead on my questions here. Cause I was going to ask you about how, <laughs> how you taught, like, how do you, um, approach gratitude 
after travel, like after travel like that, how do you find, yeah, how do you keep track of gratitude in a way that inspires you to move forward and not just like, I'm happy to be where I am. The way you tell your story, it's, you've gotten this, like this push. So how do you keep yourself in that spirit of, of gratitude? Yeah. Well, one very practical practice that I've picked up, it was, I think it was maybe just before the trip, but I was already having this call to be more reflective. Um, Mm. I am a journaler. Um, There's been some seasons that I've just taken off because life is busy. Um, but I wanted to at least, at the very least, just every day write three, three things that you're grateful for. Mm. And that's been, you know, very manageable, like something I can stay consistent with. And the list sometimes goes on and on. But when I came back, I was definitely wanting to capture the experience and kind of some lessons that were learned. Um, thankfully, I was able to write a piece for the Urban Spectrum and um, in partnership with one of the leaders that organized this trip, um, we did write a story. We also recorded a podcast. Um, and this has been something that we're experimenting with is like expanding the narrative like beyond the story on the page. Um, but being able to incorporate yeah. the voices that were that were there, you know, the people that are um, being spoken about. So I think that has been very helpful to me. And I think another next step that I really would love to do, um, really, because I'm a photographer at heart, I've been doing a lot more video, is to, you know, just do kind of a, a recap um I want to say vlog, and that's kind of sounds dated to me, but I would love to just, uh, you know, do some audio, um, you know, more in a voiceover manner, but just kind Mm -hmm. of give that visual sense um, so that we kind of are utilizing all these senses. Yeah. Along with storytelling, like I just want, I would want you to see it, Grace, like, because it's just something different when you see it and and then of course you know encouraging others to go for the experience and yes. you know make it part of your aspiration or um, you know in future trip planning like make sure that this is one for everybody I would say like you mm-hmm. don't know until you're there it's something I didn't see coming but Um, now has been my like encouragement for other people like you have to go and (laughs) you know being able to speak um, speak about it you know once people return that Mm -hmm. is the narrative that's the narrative I remember reading somewhere I was either reading or or someone told me this um, but trying to like when you're visiting somewhere like just trying to capture little audio snippets or I know we take videos that we never watch or take pictures we never watch, but just recording in that moment and then reflecting and using that is I'm starting to do that every once in a while. Like I think I did that once in Denver and on a recent trip to New Orleans, 
my friends and I were talking and I just, I was like, I'm just heads up guys. I'm recording you. And it was just funny how the conversation went. We forgot I was recording and it was just such a special, natural, you know, moment and conversation while having this discussion. So uh, yeah, I think adding all the different ways of like experiencing this, it helps to tell that story. Live for it, really. And I'm I'm so glad to hear you doing that. Like it just for me has been a natural instinct. Like I just mm-hmm. need to document um my friends call me a, a modern day historian. And I'm I wear I wear that proudly because I am definitely here to capture. I'm like you if you know my kids, you know, they're well documented. And, you know, as we just live life, I just have this almost the need to just have the the photos, videos, audio mm-hmm. clips to collect and um, really help my memory. Maybe that's really why I'm doing it. But um, to be able to have, you know, snapshots, this moment in time, you know, even last year to see what growth has taken place or, you know, something mm-hmm. I'm reminded of that I don't know if I would have been, you know, otherwise. So it is something I I just cannot live without. <laughs> I, I respect it. I really do. I know there are times sometimes where we're like so involved in our phones or we're taking pictures of things and you're not actually participating and it's nice to be able to like when you see there's a difference of documenting a moment versus no I'm just you know I'm just taking pictures and I'm on to the next thing it's like no no no, I want to be in this moment I want you to see what it felt like so that when you come you feel like oh yeah this is but it's going to be different because you're experiencing it for yourself and that's I don't know that's the that's kind of the the amazing difference I think Yeah. yeah It's a a bit of a complex, but I do think that that's the reason why that reflection piece is so important. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, being Mm -hmm. intentional, making time and space because it may not always rise to the top. Like, I don't have time to reflect. Like, what do you mean? I got emails to check or, you know, like, yeah, I think it is. It is so important because it just makes you more grateful, I think, and just Mm -hmm. really aware. Like, you know, you have this almost a change in mindset. Like, I had this experience. I was able to reflect and, you know, however that looks like for you. And I'm like, revisit it. I I print out my photos. Um, You know, I'll have frames occasionally and change them out um but being able to just remember (laughs) like there's a key word is like remember Mm -hmm. um, where you've gone what you learned and kind of what your next step is remembering why we're here I love that. That's like a a piece of what I advise people, especially when they're traveling is make sure you take the time to reflect because after you've spent your money, you've gone on this trip, you're finally back home. And I think people just like drop their suitcases and get ready to go to work. Yeah. It's like, no, just take 
to take a little bit of time and reflect on what you just did. Like, first off, good job. You actually did this trip and then write about it. Talk about it. What was the good? What was the bad? How'd you feel? That's why I think it's important to like capture those moments because then you can go back and say, oh my gosh, I'm rewatching. Like I was rewatching a video from a couple of years ago, telling someone a story. And I was like, I could have sworn we look, hold on, let me, you know, and I'm like looking at these pictures and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this is the moment. Like this is what I was, and it just brings it back. You remember so many of the things that, you know, you probably forget in the middle of excitedly telling a story. So that reflection is, it's definitely key. Yes, bringing it all back. <laughs> yes. So, um, what is coming up for you? What are what do you have? Oh, we're almost in twenty twenty four at this point. Right. <laughs> I'm Just thinking insane. we're probably but maybe maybe we're like two weeks. Maybe we got about two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. I yes. With these I, two weeks going into twenty, what's coming up for you? I, love the idea of intention setting, like goal planning and starting out those first hundred days. Like this is what I think I expect to happen. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Taking the time to reflect on that. So I have, I actually have this, um, it's a hundred day goal planner. I just busted out and you know, I'm hoping that um, within the next, I'll just say the next year, that um, we are going through transition at the Denver Urban Spectrum and the current owner is looking to retire. And she mm-hmm. has thankfully, um, um, say, accepted me as her successor. And wow, congratulations. <laughs> You, it's so exciting to think about. I'm so excited um, for you. Know, yes, this is incredible. Like, really, part of that living the dream is mm-hmm. I've ever experienced. Even every trip has led me to this moment, and yeah, I feel well equipped and just hopeful that you know this is the next iteration of this legacy publication that has meant so much to so many and um, yeah, being able to represent in a way that I feel is my calling. Um, So this next few months, the next few months, the next year will be one of transition planning, getting things in order. And that's why the the goal setting is first and foremost on my list. Mm -hmm. And we will see, where God leads, like where we're going to go in 2024, but I'm definitely here for all of it. I just want to, like, my heart feels so happy to hear you say, and as I go into this next step, I feel well equipped. It is so rare. It's, mm. it's so rare to hear like a black woman say, yes, I noticed this door opening and I'm ready to go through that door. Like, Yes. We'll be in touch because yeah. I want to hear more <laughs> about this yeah. journey. Like it just, it makes me so happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy just from your journey and the way that you have, let's say navigated, but like, yeah, the way you've navigated through each of these different steps. And as you 
go up, you're also growing out, which is an amazing, amazing feat because some people don't do that. You kind of go the opposite way. The higher up you go, the more within yourself you become. And that's that's not the person that you are. So I, I am praying for you and I wish the best of luck for you. Thank you, Grace. I so appreciate that. And this has been the highlight for sure of my year. Yay! <laughs> yes, I would love to hear, like, do you have any big plans for 2024? Like anything coming up for you? Well, I'm hosting uh, a coaching program. So Empowered Solo, a little mm-hmm. adjustment on the date. But this is a program that I want, especially for women to step into that solo travel experience. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer of building your confidence in that personal development through travel. It's been a miraculous vehicle for me. Um, and so yeah. it's going to be an eight-week program, teaching women to get to know themselves, build that self-awareness, and then get them traveling. And then we end Ooh. with an in-person retreat where you can all just gather, yeah. see everybody in person, and then you do your solo trip. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited for this. Congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So amazing. Yeah, you're doing it. And that, I mean, look at us. Yes, that's a big step. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm happy and I'm I'm excited for for what next year has to come. Yeah. Well, I greatly appreciate you being here. Um, This is such a wonderful conversation. It's like a favorite of mine when I have certain questions laid out and then our discussion goes in a completely different direction. And I'm, and when I appreciate like the direction that it's taken, I'm like, Oh yes, this is none of, this is not me. And I appreciate this so much. (laughs) So I um, thank you again for, for taking the time to join me here today. Thank you for having me. I hope we can connect soon. Not too far and few in between. I like that. Thank you. All right. If you're looking for an excuse to travel in October, I'm hosting a wellness retreat in a location that requires a passport. There's space for 10 ladies. And with this trip, you can attend live coaching sessions to plan out your first solo trip. So please invite a friend so you guys can bond together over this amazing experience. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please rate the show so that other people can find it and subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. As always, be bold, be curious, be ready to tell your story. You never know who needs it. Take care, have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.